Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome inside the final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, we got some Aaron Rodgers stories that are just a complete load of crap coming your way in about 20 minutes. <laughs> I mean, there's two stories today. There's a complete load of crap. Uh, look, we'll always tell you which ones are real, which ones are absolutely load of crap. And, and two of the big ones are loads of crap. Now, that being said. The Lakers and the Clippers. I didn't think we'd have this much drama tonight with the Lakers and the Clippers. And on the surface, no, there wasn't that much. The Clippers got out to a 20-point lead in the second quarter and then cruised to a 118-94 win over the Lakers. Now, the Clippers first before we get to the Lakers. Uh, The Clippers win all five starters in double figures. Paul George goes for 24. We are sleeping on the Clippers. I'm telling you, everybody is sleeping on the Clippers. Of all the teams we talk about for winning the championship, all the attention is spent on the Nets. Can they do it? We have to start taking the Jazz seriously when Donovan Mitchell comes back. We got to start taking the Suns seriously. They're healthy at the top of the West. The Nuggets and Nikola Jokic, they're winning without Jamal Murray. Look at this. The Lakers have all kinds of problems. The defending champions, are they going to be okay when AD and LeBron are healthy together? 
and we're not talking about the Clippers, which is a great thing for the Clippers because we were a year early on them. You know, they show up last year, and they never got a chance to play together. They never gelled. They got rid of a lot of personalities out of that locker room, and while it wasn't something that showed it was a positive move as far as points, it was something as far as, hey, this is a better fit. This is a better constructed roster than it was. We let a lot of firepower go, but overall here, we're pretty happy, and here are the Clippers now. 23 games over 500. They know what works. They have a pecking order on their team. They're just getting everybody back, being healthy. Watch out for the Clippers. If I had to pick a team that's going to the finals right now from the Western Conference, I would take the Clippers. I'd take the Clippers to get out with the with the experience with Kawhi and Paul George in the playoffs. They'll wind up beating teams like the Jazz or the Suns, who eventually they're going to get to the point where, hey, man, we're in the conference finals. Yeah. This is pretty serious stuff, man. The Lakers have so many problems. Problems. If I could pick one team right now, it would be the Clippers. You just put in playoff experience with Paul George as a plus. I said Kawhi Leonard, and then I said and Well, but you added Paul George Kawhi, to it. And it's like yeah. Puppet Show and Spinal Tap. I said Puppet Show and Spinal <laughs> Tap. Problem right? is you linked them together. Uh, you should add a little more separation uh, there. But, look, solid team. Obviously, the divisiveness of a year ago, we haven't heard any rumblings. And that's been the beauty of it. You know, you and I have talked about it a little bit back and forth, uh, being as we're here in L.A., but the national narrative has been quiet, silence, right? Doc Rivers is off in Philly trying to avoid – well, what happened with Clippers? <laughs> Early playoff exits when you've got players vying for big accolades and, and highlight reels and everything else to avoid any of those pitfalls and to see if you can't kill the rumors of what went on in the bubble, right? Because between Paul George and others, they didn't paint a very pretty picture of the coaching staff and, and their direction and, and how the players were or were not getting along throughout the process and into the bubble. Uh, guys missing times and then seeming like a revolving door. Like, you're coming back? Okay, I'm going to take a couple of days off now. Uh, and it doesn't mean that the injuries weren't, you know, timed just horribly. But the reality is you didn't have that gel. We kept waiting for it. When's it going to come together? And so now with all of the drama related to the Lakers, the continuing inane chatter related to the MVP award and so many other factors, young stars coming into the league and making some noise uh, that the the Clippers have been able to just kind of go to work. Right. Likewise, uh, in the Eastern Conference, that's what the Bucks have done. We haven't talked about them at all. Yeah. Well, look, the because the Bucks are boring. We've seen them get the number one seat in the conference right. the last two years and not make the NBA. No, but finals. that but okay, that's the point, done. right? So we have the history of the Clippers when we talk about Lob City and all those highlight reel moves and and dunks and and Blake Griffin jumping over a car, front angled whatever, uh, it was, jumping it was a the Kia. jumping it was a, jumping it was jumping the shark. Hey, you know Kia. what? It's hey, it's a, it was a Kia. It's, you know what? The the check cash just the same for the NBA. So don't try to discount. See, he still comes back to cash uh, mm-hmm. with all these discussions. But uh, the point being that we we had all those expectations that were never reached. With the Bucks, we're kind of in that mode. And likewise with this Clipper team after last year, it's like, all right, we saw that first act. Wake me when the second one kind of heats up. And now we've got some drama because as of now, it's just cruise control through the regular season let's see it play out when the when the lights are brightest twitter at how about a fresca mike at swollen dome the jason smith show with mike Harmon. all right now to the lakers look clippers they got no problems right now the lakers that's a different story anthony davis left tonight's game with what we all thought was an ankle injury right he takes a shot in the second quarter and he tries to run back up court and he steps on uh one of the tables uh on the sideline goes down and looks like he twisted his right ankle he goes down and look and that's right near the achilles where he had got hurt before and okay what's going on what's going mm-hmm. on uh and he leaves the game and it was told, it was re- re- relayed that he wasn't coming back. And the reason he wasn't coming back was back spasms. Wait, what? Uh, he goes down. The video they kept showing all the time. He left the game after that. He goes down. He falls down. He gets back up. Uh, he, he, he reaches for his ankle. He takes his shoe off. And it was back spasms. That's the reason the Lakers put out yeah. that he wasn't coming back. Also, they were losing by 20. Uh, AD just spoke. And he said this in the locker room, quote, the ankle is fine. The back locked up pretty bad. 
My plan is to go tomorrow to see how it is tomorrow. I should be good to go based on how it's feeling now. So tomorrow is the big one because the in theory because the Lakers have a game against the Portland Trailblazers, who they're now tied for the sixth spot with. If the Lakers lose tomorrow, they're in seven, and then they're in the playing territory right now. It's hey, look where you are now with us. You're in the playing territory, Bane. You're at the bottom of the pit with all of us <laughs> trying to get into the playoffs. <laughs> so, but I'm going to take this from a different angle with with the Lakers. Is that. This is where they are at this point, and they've spent a lot of energy and time trying to come back to ensure they could get that six spot, right? And, and clearly when AD was coming back and it looked like he was going to be healthy enough and we, he was coming back with enough time in the regular season and LeBron looked like he was coming back with enough time, holding on to the six spot seemed doable. And you don't know who you're going to play. You, know, you don't want to play the Clippers in the first round because it's a bad matchup, but uh, you could wind up playing the Nuggets in the first round. And maybe that's a better matchup because it's just Jokic. It's not Jamal Murray. And they're you know, jockeying right now for third and fourth place. So you don't know who you're really going to play. If you're in the playing round, you know you're playing the Jazz or the Suns. And is that that bad a matchup for you? Not that you have to sit back and tank to get a matchup you think might work out better for you, but if you're the Lakers right now, is it really better for you to rush Anthony Davis back and have him keep playing and rush LeBron James back in two games to try to just hold on to the sixth seed? I, I don't think it is. I mean, look, I, I know you don't want to be in the playing round, but sometimes just accepting that this is where it's likely going to be, you free yourself of a lot of pressures and you can focus on getting ready for the playoffs rather than focus on, hey, we got to win all these games and it's playoff type games to get out of the playing round. Okay, we'll play in the playing tournament. We got to lose twice. We're probably not going to lose twice if we have both LeBron and AD. So if they accept the fact that, hey, we're going to be in the playing round, that clarifies things. All right, we're in the playing round. We don't have to rush Anthony Davis back. We don't have to rush LeBron back. If we lose the games, we lose the games. We're going we're gonna to finish no worse than, than we'll probably be in seventh when we finish. Uh, so I, I'm not too worried about where we're at. No, it's not where we want to be, but still, this is the hand that we're dealt. And it's probably less... It does less for them to go crazy for the sixth seed than it would be to just sit back, play your guys, however the last few games play out, they play out, and let AD and LeBron get healthy and get ready for the playoffs and just go at it from there. Now you can spend time crafting your lineup and figure out, okay, what works great, what works, what what doesn't work, what do we need to do in the playoffs as we're looking ahead to to you know something that's you know two and a half weeks from now. And it, it, it might be something that you would find your, your mind being cleared and, and be more more focused on, okay, this is the task in front of us now. It's the playing round and then the playoffs. It's not this craziness that is going to take us away from getting ready mentally and physically for the playoff rounds. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's any any need to rush these guys, right? LeBron, I quoted a little bit earlier tonight saying he expects to be back next week. If, if it's after May 16th, it's after May 16th. If it's after that final game, I think it's against the, no, the Knicks are the 11th. And then uh, they, they have two more, I think, thereafter that and finish on that Sunday. If they both sit out, it, it, what's the difference at this point? If they're healthy and you get Schroeder back, right, because enough time should have elapsed from all the calculations that, in theory, he returns to the lineup. And again, you know, you're, you're rolling the dice that it gels and they're able to just, you know, roll the ball out and get back to it. Because that was one of the reasons Anthony Davis came back, right? Try to get a few games under uh, under his belt to to get ready for playoff basketball. Clearly, his body is not cooperating. They had the big moment the other night, the we're back, we're back, we're back, and, and all of that. And, well, now you see all the puns and one-liners related to that across social media, so I'll spare you them here. But for the Lakers, it, it, it's always been about the playoffs. So as long as you're secure and that you're in to the playing round as much as you may hate it and as much as people are going to continue to bash LeBron for the silly comments about it last week uh as they should right you know it's all fine until we're actually playing and it's like damn it i thought we were gonna avoid that but you have to change the rules of engagement based on where you are at this point in the season what's your best opportunity to push forward you obviously would still love the seventh seed because then someone's got to beat you twice 
but even then it's still a if you're if you're going down you're, you're going down right if if your best opportunity is another week and a half of rest to get these guys back on the court then i think that's that's where you go so rare agreement with you smith in terms of <laughs> roster management well and, and let's be honest you're gonna finish seventh Okay, you're going to finish seventh because even if they lose, they still have a three-game lead on the Warriors with four games left. So, I mean, you'd have to lose every single game. The Warriors have to win every single one just for you to drop to eighth. So as long as you can win, you know, one game, you're going to wind up finishing seventh, which means you have a little bit of of uh, of, of rope to play with when, OK, we have to lose twice. I, I can't see the Lakers finishing lower than that. I mean, because, look, the Warriors, we know they're a 500 team. Are they going to run the table the rest of the way? Yeah, probably not. You know, but let's just say they do. Are the Lakers going to lose every single game the rest of the way? It, it, it would take a lot for that to happen. Just remember, so, there were a few games ago that was uh, looking at the schedule as like, yeah, they might only win one or two uh, and then Anthony Davis came back how about this this just comes from executive producer Justin Frostberg I want to get your opinion on this because this is going to be straight fire Aaron Rodgers unless something happens he will not be talked about tomorrow because we're going to get a response to this uh, so uh, Frank Vogel said LeBron won't join the Lakers in Portland and then he was asked if there's a medical reason that he hasn't been with the team during the last two games Vogel simply said no Wow. <laughs> wow. How about that? Wow. Right? Wow. Couldn't make it to Staples tonight? Wow. So, there, you know, may, maybe all the stories and everything that people said, yeah, typical Clippers, maybe not everything's all right in, in Lakerville. How about that? Ooh, man, LeBron James. I mean, again, that is a phenomenal uh, development here. Not joining the Lakers on their trip to Portland. No medical reason. I mean, now this could be. Well, but, simply- but this was at Staples. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the, even if he wasn't going to get on a plane and you could say, all right, there's no reason for him to travel with us. Fine. Yeah. Where, why wasn't he on the bench here? Why mm-hmm. wasn't he on the bench the other night? Wow. You know, this gets into, you know, this gets into uh, my take on LeBron as to how, how serious the Lakers think they're title contenders. Which, tell you what, we'll have that more coming up next. Again, right here, Frank Vogel says there was no medical reason LeBron hasn't been with the team the last couple of games. We continue to dive into this big story that's coming up right now, as well as the load of crap stories about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Trust me, there are a load of crap ones. That's coming up next right here on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, 
I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. You know, I, fig- I figured out something fun I can do, ty- uh, uh, Harmon, with Ty shirt, like, like just 20 seconds ago. Okay. He said, wait, he said, get really close to your microphone. And we figured out that, that one of my big impressions I could do now would be an airplane pilot. Really? Yeah, you ready? Yeah, go ahead. You ready? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to United Airlines, flight 7455, with service from Los Angeles to San Francisco. Today's in-flight entertainment will be the pilot episode of The Office, starring Steve Carell, John Krasinski, and Jenna Fisher. There will be no beverage service due to the length of the flight, and uh, we're looking to get you on the ground a couple of minutes early, uh, maybe about 42 minutes in flight time. Uh, The Lakers lost tonight. They're in a lot of trouble. LeBron's not with the team anymore, and uh, so they're going to be navigating some stuff. So uh, buckle your seatbelt, sit back, and uh, have a great flight. Thank you. And anybody that anybody that just tuned in right now heard the LeBron line and went, wait, what? <laughs> He's not with the team anymore. What does that mean? Uh, uh, this just happened a few moments ago. Frank Vogel, Lakers head coach, was asked about LeBron's situation. Right? We did a whole thing. Anthony Davis was hurt. He's going to come back and play. It was back spasms, even though it looked like he hurt his ankle in the loss to the Clippers tonight. Everything was great. Okay, AD's coming back. Here's where we're at. And then Frank Vogel was asked about LeBron status. LeBron has not been with the team the last couple of days, even though he, though he was at the shoot-around earlier today. Frank Vogel was asked, hey, is there a medical reason LeBron hasn't been around the team the last couple of days? No. Well, can you elaborate on that? And Frank Vogel said, he's just not here. He's not going to accompany the team to Portland. And who knows what is next for LeBron and the Lakers, but he is not with the team right now. This, this doesn't mean he's not going to come back and play ever again, but here's LeBron, and Frank Vogel just said, nope, guy's not around. Why? Uh, he's just not here. Uh, not medical, right? No, not it's not a, not a ex- medical situation. Was there a medical situation? He was at no, not a medical situation. He's just not here. So whether it's something personal, whether it is something that he's got an agreement to be away from the team that maybe Frank Vogel disagrees with, I don't know. I would like to think that if it was something where LeBron was excused, he would have said that. But the way Frank Vogel said no, where is he? He's just not here. Tells me that this is not everything as as smooth as you'd like to think it is. And, hey, LeBron's just going to just not with the team right now, and he's going to be back soon. I mean, the fact that he addressed it with that, and Frank Vogel said, no, he's just not here. Uh, usually if there's something going on, you want to tamp that down, and you go into detail and say, hey, listen, everything is fine. LeBron wasn't with the team. You know, he talked to us about it. Everything is cool. He's not going to go to Portland with us, uh, and then we hopefully get him back next week. No, it was, no, he's not here. Medical reason, no. Why is he with the team? He's just not here. Something is up now. Something is up with LeBron and the Lakers. And this this harkens back now. I'm having flashbacks to the early aughts when how many years did the did the Cavaliers get to the Eastern Conference Finals and suddenly LeBron just stopped trying? You know, it happened with the Heat in the NBA Finals. Why is LeBron not trying? Why, what's going on with LeBron? And I'm looking at this and I'm having a flashback to that right now. Now, we could find out tomorrow everything is fine. Oh, yeah. But for Frank Vogel to say, yeah, he's just not here right now? 
and and I'm not going to elaborate on it. I, I would hope that there's a really good reason, but the fact that he didn't say anything why when you would want to defend your player, why they're not around the team, that's a pretty big deal, Mike. It's a pretty big yeah. deal. Bill Oram, uh, who covers the team uh, for the Athletic, uh, added LeBron was with them in practice yesterday, and he was at shoot-around. So just, he's just not here. I, I guess I, I'd like to hear the audio of the inflection of just not here, right? Is it just kind of a, well, just matter of fact? Is there anything to be read into, you know, the look on his face as he answers that question? I mean, there's there's so much that goes with it. So a developing story, but you, you can infer that if he's not there, because he was coaching his ass off a couple of weeks ago when he wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. Right, he was sitting underneath the the basket and would keep showing up in huddles and pulling players aside and giving like one on one tips, instructions, whatever you want to call it, for whatever the situation was. And now he's not there when you're fighting for your to stay out of the play in that he abhors so much. It's a curiosity at a minimum, and something a little more distressing about where the team is psychologically and where where as a a team how much you you use the word team in terms of pulling together and and fighting this last stretch I, i think it's absolutely fascinating you know and here's the thing is that you know i mentioned this briefly the other night but it bears it bears getting into a little bit deeper now the jason smith show with mike Harmon. um to look at how much of a title contender the Lakers think they are right now. Uh, You have to look no further than LeBron James. And I don't mean how well he's playing. I don't mean what he's saying. But how much is LeBron playing? Because if it was a title season for the Lakers, LeBron would be figuring out a way to, you know, play the, the right amount of games and play in the right game so they can get ready for the playoffs. And clearly where we're sitting in at the end, you know, LeBron was out for a long time. He comes back. He's been out a couple of games. Now he's, he hasn't been with the team the last couple of nights. And now, and it's, it, is, does LeBron think this is a championship year? Does, does he think this is a title season for the Lakers? I mean, that's a big thing to, to, to go on and think is, does he really think so? Remember his first year with the Lakers, he took all that load maintenance in the middle of the season because he knew it's not a finals year. And why am I going crazy trying to get to the finals or just trying to get the team in the playoffs when we're we're not going to win the NBA title, and we're not even going to get to the finals because that's really where I'm at. So that was his first year. He took that load maintenance. Now, we don't know what's happening with LeBron right now, but not being with the team and, and the head coach not saying something, I mean, this, this, is, this is not what the Lakers need right now. I mean, this is this is not what they need with with everything happening right now. You because your your mind goes to a thousand different places. Is he feuding with Frank Vogel? Is he feuding with other members of the team? Is everything okay? And he's taking care of something personally. We've got none of those details. And if it was something where he's away from the team and he's taking care of something personally, they would have said that. They would have said, "Hey, he's got some personal things to take care of. It's been okay. He's not been at the game, but he's not been at the game." And he was at shoot around today, but he, but he's not other places. This is this does not sound this does not sound right. Something is something. Something is up, and we're going to see the other shoe to this drop uh, sometime in the next 24 hours because this is not where the Lakers need to be at all, you know, getting set for the playoffs. They have enough difficulty trying to get healthy, trying to stay out of the playing round, which really they've kind of they, – they should just accept they're going to be in it and work on it from there. But I've not seen a, a, an NBA defending champion go into the playoffs with this sort of controversy in a long time. And, and you know, for, for the – conventional wisdom that says well lebron and ad are going to be back they're going to wave a magic wand everything's going to be okay is it i mean there's no gimmies you're 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 not finishing second in the west and you have problems and you're playing a really bad team in the first round of the playoffs and you can get well in the first round of the playoffs all right yeah we we played these these four games we played the kings we played the spurs we played somebody and we won Mm -hmm. no you're going to go through the suns or the jazz or the clippers and then you get the suns or the jazz or the nuggets and it's going to be a really tough road to hoe so i wonder what lebron thinks of hey are we really going to get through all these teams and win the nba title or is it just not our year there there's so many uh, uh, fascinating aspects to what's going on right now with the lakers yeah with this part it, it's one that I, I think you would have had to have known the question would come or at least have an answer in the event that it did other than he's just not here like that just opens so much speculation it could be complete nonsense 
right? He had, you know, promised homework night. Since he's not playing, what's the difference? Blah, 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 which is wrong, especially as a home game. Uh, You should still, I think, go to the office and support your teammates. Yes, if you can be there for a shoot-around and whatever else. But to, to that point, it's... It's just inviting stories. It's inviting hot takes because, let's face it, we're getting the first pass at it, and more oxygen is going to come into the room on this one. There's no question about it, particularly when they get drummed by the Clippers in this fashion and say all you want about this guy didn't play in addition to LeBron and Schroeder and THT and go on down the line. Oh, and Anthony Davis got hurt because that's the other thing is this now becomes a Vegas misdirect. So you're not talking about how hurt Anthony Davis may or may not be because he said it after the game. Hey, I'm going to be ready for tomorrow. I can't wait to see, right? Mm-hmm. The basketball-loving world is, you know, one of those anxious little kids leaning forward on a table, right? Their chin is on their fists, and they're looking up at you like, what are you going to do next? And I think that's where we're at with the Lakers right now. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, so today there was another batch of new Aaron Rodgers stories. And clearly, look, I told you we're going to get a new one every day until he's traded. Uh, but two today were really loads of crap. And the first one comes to us courtesy of his former teammate, John Kuhn, who went on a radio interview earlier today and said, hey, I talked to Aaron Rodgers recently, and he's kind of conflicted as about what he wants to do, if he wants to go back with the Packers or not. Here it is. He's conflicted because... This man loves to play the game of football. This man loves to be a Green Bay Packer. And this man truly sees um, careers. He's watched friends leave. He watched Brett Favre's career um, towards the end. He's watched all these things play out in front of his eyes. He's taken notes throughout his entire career. He's seen um, some situations that, that didn't feel um, were done or, or finished the way that they could or should have. And he's just trying to take his own destiny within his own hands. And to that effect, I actually admire him because not many players in the NFL have that opportunity. I sure as heck didn't. Uh, I, I played until everybody told me you can't play anymore, and it's a humbling feeling. And Aaron Rodgers has an opportunity to try and you know, take a little bit of that power back. All right, that's a load of crap. All that is a load of crap. Why? Aaron Rodgers is the most calculating player in the National Football League. Everything he does has a purpose. All right? So just when you understand, he's not conflicted. He wants the message to get out there that, hey, I don't want to be painted as the bad guy in this, right? Because that's what's going to happen. I want out. Packers fans are going to hate him, and he's going to get all that hate. He doesn't want it. He wants it to seem like, hey, this is a difficult thing for me because the front office is what's keeping me from wanting to stay. But I'm conflicted because I love Green Bay, and I want to stay, and I love the fans, I love my teammates. Uh, This is what you do, and this is very calculated because he knew having this conversation with John Kuhn. John Kuhn's going to go on the radio and do this interview. People are going to pick it up. And, hey, John Kuhn gets a whole day's worth of relevancy in sports, and the message gets out and the story gets out. Hey, Aaron is very concerned, and he's very conflicted because he doesn't know really know what he wants. It's a load of crap. This is just to get it out there that Aaron Rodgers is a good guy, and he's thinking about the team and the fans and everybody else, and that's what's going on. When he's made up his mind and he wants out, this is him trying to control that message. So I have a conversation with John Kuhn. John Kuhn goes out and says what he says, and this is why we have this story today. Aaron Rodgers is not conflicted. He wants the message out there that maybe he is so he can still seem like a good guy and not seem like the bad guy. Yeah, I mean, we know all the leaks, or at least the tea leaves as we read them, would say Aaron Rodgers has been talking to his buddies. They've been holding stories, and now one after another, uh, they're finding their way to the light of day, including, you know, we talked about the Jerry Krause uh, story the other day. Um, again, just for folks that have no idea of the dynamic uh you you don't have to get along to still win so i think that's something in the aaron Rodgers uh vein to, to recognize even if he hates the gm and some of the moves like go do your job you guys have been close to winning the nfc on multiple occasions here and yes, you can blame play calling. You can be as salty about it as you want, but you've been set up nicely. But this particular interview, it's like, well, he's either in or he's out. The cops got him or they don't. Uh, the retirement thing still hangs in the balance. But if you're coming off an MVP season, I, I, I don't see you walking away. I think the thirst is still going to be there, particularly because it's always going to be, all right, well, for all of the greatness, you only have X. And here's the list of guys that have matched your overall accomplishments in that space. And so as we, we flow through and every teammate chimes in with this, it's, it's really just fun theater at this point. You might as well just have a, a full convention of guys. And you know what Aaron told me? Or maybe he didn't. Because James Jones did the same thing. You know, saying, oh, I don't think it's irreparable. 
and you know all all of these I talk to him all the time so I, I, I I'm questioning how much he's really talking to folks or if he's just wearing a jaunty hat and hanging out and watching the chaos so there it is. So there's one story. Load of crap. Load of crap. <laughs> now here's the next one, load of crap. And this comes to us courtesy of Adam Schefter. It was Adam Schefter who, on the first day of the NFL draft, dropped the bombshell that Aaron Rodgers is not happy with Green Bay and doesn't think he can go back and play there. He went on the Dan Patrick show earlier today and explained, well, this wasn't anything that was new information. I've kind of been gleaning this over the past few months. Take a listen. This was an accumulation all during the offseason of just listening to people talk and observing. And if we go back to the NFC Championship game, and it sounds almost like he's saying goodbye to Green Bay. And so your antenna's up, and I'm just telling you throughout the course of the offseason, there was rarely a week that went by where I didn't hear something about Aaron Rodgers. And on draft day, there's a report that morning from Paul Allen out in Minneapolis that the 49ers made a draft offer, which they didn't make an offer. They never made an offer. And other people are saying that the 49ers called. And I said, how long till it gets out that Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay? Is it next week? Is it next when he doesn't show to the OTAs? Is it next month when he isn't? It's going to come out. What does it matter if it comes out now or next week or next month? And so. So you chose to break the news on draft day. That is actually that is absolutely accurate. Correct. But it wasn't something that you got information about. No. No, there was nothing that morning that came in that okay. all of a sudden said to me, yeah, he wants out. You should report this. Like, it was going on all offseason. There was more and more talk. And now there's starting to be Aaron Rodgers talking. I said, you know what? This isn't going to wait much longer. Let's just go. It, it just happened to be drafted. Okay. Again, that's a load of crap. <laughs> Again, that's a load of crap. Now, it just happened to be. Come on. Yeah. Now, is, is part of it, hey – I want to save this for the draft, for the first day of the draft. Sure, I could see Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know, you'd get great ratings anyway, but still, you want to save for the draft, that's fine. But really, really, Adam Schefter just decided to say that for no reason other than, this is just what I've been gleaning over the course of the offseason. Adam Schefter is not going to go on with a story like that unless Aaron Rodgers is on board with it. All right, because if, if he goes on and says that, and it's, and Aaron Rodgers go, wait a minute, wait, because he said, it's just stuff I've been gleaning from the offseason. It's not been a quote from Aaron Rodgers, not been from anybody else. Aaron Rodgers could, could come out and say, hey, what the hell, man? You don't come back. You, you don't say, I never said that I wasn't coming back. I never talked to teammates about this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, you really think there's a reason why Adam Schefter didn't, he came out with that on the day of the draft, the morning of the draft, to try to force the Packers into a panic trade uh, over the course of the seven, eight hours? hours before the draft to get him out of Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers wants out. Nothing happens unless Aaron Rodgers wants it to be out there. And a guy like Adam Schefter, he lives and deals with relationships. Yes, he wants to have a great relationship with the Packers, but he also wants to have a great relationship with Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is a guy that's going to help him break a lot of news over the course of the next few years. So insiders have to kind of ride the lightning there when it's saying, okay, here's a player, here's a team, because the team's always going to be around longer than the player, but the player is Aaron Rodgers. He's not coming out and saying this on the first day of the draft if Aaron Rodgers isn't on board with it and not something that he knows he wants out there. Okay, so just understand that Aaron Rodgers is controlling his own message. And anytime you hear a story like this come out where, hey, I talked to Aaron or Aaron said this, it's because that's the message Aaron Rodgers wants out there. A day ago, it was Brett Favre saying, hey, I don't know that the guy's coming back. Today it was, hey, I'm conflicted because I I still love the fans and I love my team. And now here's Adam Schefter saying, yeah, there was no reason. I just decided to say it on the first day the draft no all a load of crap Rodgers is controlling the message he's the puppet master whatever he wants out he gets that message out none of this is happening without Aaron Rodgers say so so all of these things about hey hey he's conflicted it's a load of crap oh I just came out with it on the first day of the draft no it's a load of crap Aaron Rodgers knew he was going to say it he was okay with it because if he wasn't he would have come out and said I don't know where the story came from I disagree with this I'm working things out in Green Bay all any of those things he would have said when Adam Schefter had his had his his big scoop on the first day of the draft but he didn't which tells you Aaron Rodgers at the head and he is putting all of this out when he wants to he's in on it and when it comes to draft day it's not a coincidence like that that might try try to push that on us like and I know every guy sells a line they get sold a lot of lines as insiders but no matter what you're trying to do here this message from Schefter to Dan Patrick just failed miserably uh, and let's call it what it is. 
other than the number three pick, where was the drama in the draft? Not a whole lot, right? Where were a couple of quarterbacks go? So you want to goose ratings? You want to get folks excited and talking about things all day of what teams could be and potentially with that information, getting teams on the phone with one another, trying to come to some answer? And maybe it really spurred it. Maybe it was more in our minds of, I could just imagine the panic or the chaos of, all right, what do we got this year? What do we got next year? And then you have the Jennifer Garner character looking into all sorts of cap issues. Uh, along the way, and 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 but look, look, it carried the day, and it's been a whole week thereafter. But before the draft, and look, people saying it took away from the shine of the players. No, it didn't. That's just absolutely false. It made it a better television show. You still got the recognition when you got drafted. You still got the love from the new hometown, from the old college and the coaches crowing about their guys that got into the league. So they can cancel that noise. What it did was it helped it to a 15 rating, and Adam Schefter got a lot of shine for the story. It's taking some heat today, deservedly so. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uh, coming up next, the career of Albert Pujols as an angel is over, but is his baseball career over? Uh, we'll tell you coming up next, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. And today we watch the Angels announce they are parting ways with Albert Pujols. Not going to see the end of that 10-year, $250 million contract. Likely he will clear waivers in three days. And then what's next for him? Now, as bad as he has been, and he hit under 200, and the Angels told him, listen, the reason you haven't didn't play in a game last night when you thought you should play is because we have to give time to other players. He said, well, if I'm going to be that kind of player and be a part-time kind of guy, I want my release. And now he's gotten it. Is his career over? No. I, this is definitely his last year in the majors. And, you know, remember his wife actually let it slip earlier this year on social media that this is Albert's last year. Oh, no, no. No, it's not. I, I, I didn't mean to say that. Uh, so, you know, this is last year. But even though the guy's hitting under 200, he's still got five home runs and 12 RBIs. I mean, he's not Lindor, you know. Or he's, he's, well, I know people I mean, were sending you stuff about his <laughs> Lindor's war compared to him. Yeah, I mean, different, look, different positions and, yeah, whatever, hey. you know, whatever else uh, yeah. and value. But five home runs and is five home runs. <laughs> yeah, look, and, and look, 12 RBIs is good for fourth on the team. Is he going to go somewhere and be a guy that plays all the time? No, but can he go somewhere and and play a little bit and, and platoon at first base and DH? Yeah, and because he's still a curiosity. You know, it's not that Albert Pujols has fallen off the map and suddenly, okay, his, his skills are all gone, but a guy like that to come in and play part-time, there's still enough curiosity that, hey, maybe he can hit a few long balls for us because he's not going to hit 300. He's probably not going to even hit 250 but can he hit a bunch of home runs and can he knock in a bunch of runs and hit in the clutch yeah he could still do that so there's going to be interest in him and he's going to wind up playing so maybe it's Tony, he's already been linked with Tony La Russa yeah. and the White Sox because he already the said favorite yeah look he's already said hey I can run at second base in the 10th inning you don't have to worry about <laughs> running a pitcher out there I can do that but I know a, the rule <laughs> but there's a couple of teams that that are going to be in on it's not just going to be hey I'm going right to the White Sox even though it's a great fit he played for Tony Larusa. Larusa still loves him. I think he intentionally walked him earlier this season. Where really you're intentionally walking Albert Pujols seriously. Um, so there are going to be a couple of teams available. It's not set in stone. It would be the White Sox, even though they're the betting favorite. But there's going to be a few teams that hey want to kick the tires on Pujols. Sure. So it may take a couple of days to pick his new team. I don't think it's going to be a case of hey you know he's passed through waivers and he's got his new team on 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 Saturday. I think it might be a couple of days. Yeah, with a couple of injuries, obviously to Jimenez and Robert, there may. Makes sense to a degree, but you also have a bunch of young players that are you're trying to get them uh, battle tested for what should be a division run. Uh, pitching has been up to snuff most days uh, to get them through. So it, it'll be curious. The the White Sox right now the favorite. The A's at plus three fifty. I saw a couple of tweets that had Piazza Thomas. 
Uh, I would add Baines. Uh, all those guys that <laughs> had great careers and then added on, right? You know, Hall of Famers. Uh, Indians at plus 500. Then you get to the Blue Jays, Royals, Cardinals at pl- plus 1,500. Uh, if you were actually going to place a bet, Cardinals at 15 to 1. Pretty good odds, I think. Uh, just to let him go. If nothing else, it's the here's your contract for a day and you retire as a cardinal. <laughs> now, at some point he will do that. I'm sure he will, but that that's that's not quite yet. I mean, look, he could have he could have gotten you know if if he didn't have to pass through waivers, he could hit cleanup for the Mets tonight. <laughs> I mean, really, he could have just got. Hey, I know. Yeah, I'm gonna, can I go. just go? They they need me. Can I just go do that? All right, great, thanks. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Our best of podcast goes up in about 10 minutes on iTunes. Use the iHeartRadio app. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can get it. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Subscribe, listen, rate us. We'll love you forever and ever. My buddy Ben Maller coming up next. This is Fox. Matzio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.